Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, Joel said it. Welcome back to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone, for sure, my real name, 100%. <laughs> but this is uh, episode number 72, and we have a returning guest, uh, one year in the making. Uh, we bring back on the show my roommate. Joel Sands. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to the show. What's up, uh, Stoner Gang? <laughs> As it, it makes Jackson Stone, Stoner Gang, it just, it meshes. So uh, I've dubbed the, the Stoner Gang. You're welcome. Um, what is up? Uh, work is what's up. Uh, just another year pandemic roller coaster navigation oh yeah we're and, gonna get into that and uh but i got one specific question i i know exactly what the first question is i i've heard it a few times a few but times? i'm gonna let you ask it thank you thank you uh yes for my regular listeners you know what question is coming it's the only question i have prepared it's not well, prepared anymore this is how i start the show um, but for new listeners, thanks for checking out the show. I'm going to get into the meat and bones right now, so please stick with us. But I think this question is extremely important, valuable, uh, and encourages more open and honest conversation, which is might be the secret unlock, maybe not so secret anymore, to uh, more connection, less divide, uh, and maybe more sense of unity or understanding. So, Joel, how are you doing? Like, for real, for real. How am I doing? I'm doing no uh, for real for real uh, I would say as of this moment um, I would say I'm doing I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot I, I'm very overwhelmed with emotions mm. both positive both negative um, and you know when you're feeling so many emotions at once it could be a little bit overwhelming Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I feel, you know, a little bit uh, overwhelmed with, you know, all the emotions uh, happening. You know, uh, work is busy, but fortunately, so in the one year since uh, yeah. y'all have last... So Joel, last, Joel moved in September of 2020. Yes, and so then... We're recording this episode September 20th, 2021. And It'll come out in October, so officially he's lived here over a year at Everybody's Land by the merchandise at jacksonstone.net. <laughs> but, anyways, plug. continue. <laughs> I, if I would have known there was going to be a plug, I would have worn mine. <laughs> I would have I endorsed. Um... Anyway, yeah, tomorrow I hit my one-year mark with my company, Appfolio. So if you guys pay rent, uh, that it could be a possibility of our software that you use, how to pay rent. Um, and I was looking for a job where I could genuinely make connections, not with just clients, but like my coworkers. I, I was looking for friends and colleagues, uh, something that I had never had before. Uh, I had a previous uh at previous jobs and uh, I finally you know found a job that I I like the people um, the work I'm doing you know it, it's 
it's work. I mean, I got asked the other day, uh, you know, do you do you like you know what you're doing? I'm like, well, you know, I'm content with what I'm doing. I mean, who really enjoys looking at a spreadsheet all day and meshing with numbers and dealing with some cranky clients? You know, if I could get paid to work with music and audio engineering all day every day, you know. Yes, without hesitation, I would, but, you know, um, I like the people I work with, the work I do, um, <coughs> excuse me, the work I do brings me fulfillment by the end of the day, I would say, um, as in I'm staying busy, it gives me something to do, um, it's actually something I look forward to because it brings me a sense of connection with uh, a wider range of people, I guess, than I would have outside of work, which is um, kind of an interesting point to make. That you know, I connect. I have a lot more people that I'm connecting with inside of work than outside, just because you know I got a good team, and I and I've been working remotely this entire time too. That's right. another really uh, key point to bring up. Is you know. I'm always in the Zoom room wherever, uh, you know, the Zoom is to be held with the team, uh, bringing the energy, um, and and one of my goals, you know, like I said, was to really connect with people, and um, I've met just about everybody on our team, except for maybe two or three people. And in person? In person, and, and I take a lot of pride in that, including three people who are in our uh, Santa Barbara office so uh, you know being able to reach out and uh, network is was one of the things not network but like make friends and right. um, it's something that I wanted to do I mean one of them even came over and helped hang up our TV shout out shout out Brandon if you're yeah, in the just, area and need, about to say that, yeah. need help with mounting he's, uh, he was a legend Pro, yeah, he's got a, a he had laser an amazing level. toolkit. Yeah, first off, and he just like knew exactly what he was doing. You know by now that 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 stuff is not my area of expertise. That's why I called him in for a pair of second hands. Yeah, just because you know I was worried. You know, I'm not going to get into technicality of the mount, but I was. You know, <laughs> uh, it was also nice. You know, he came. Like, companionship is nice yeah um, I mean you've hung out with him outside of yeah I've Oregon hung out Washington. I go to concerts and stuff with him yeah. um, I you know I go disc golfing with some co-workers go get lunch uh, occasionally we've done just meeting up at the Katie Ice Trail Katie uh, Katie what, what is it Ice Katie, House Katie yeah, Trail Ice House Katie Trail Ice House yeah um and yeah it's been a good time I've met my boss met my director finally going to be going back into the office or can't say back going into the office soon my laptop should be shipped this week if it hasn't by the time this uh, podcast is dropped then uh, everybody uh, yeah let me know and I will I will throw a hissy fit at work (laughs) (laughs) and if you want to know what a grown man throwing a hissy fit at work is like uh, no, I'm just yeah, I want that Well, a few of the people that listen to this show are uh, avid wrestling fans, and they've seen a few grown men throw some temper tantrums in the middle of a professional wrestling ring. So oh, okay. I well, then. Can, I think they can picture it pretty well. Well, then. Uh, I, I imagine one has bigger, uh, you know, bigger effects uh, 
uh, you know, more uh, in terms of long-term than, well, I guess physical long-term or, or just, you know, for short-term entertainment, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to piss anybody off. That's, that's, that's a goal, you know, try not to piss anybody off yeah. or, or, you know, don't piss off the right people at least. Uh, but, you know, as they always say, it's, uh, yeah, don't, don't piss people off. But uh, we'll we'll give an update on this TV situation because I think it's very interesting. Uh, not to brag about anything, just to give you an update. When Joel moved in, you can't see it, but it's right behind you. My TV setup. I I'm, I don't really care about audio or things of that nature when it comes to watching TV. I've sort of updated my podcast audio because people have told me that previous mics they couldn't hear, and then I got this mic donated. I bought this mic, so it's been a it's been a it's better. I think. For the most part, you can understand what I'm saying, which is good. If you can't, please tell me. I'll keep trying to fix that. But with my TV situation, I have a TV stand, a nice, probably, I don't know, 35, six inch TV on top of my TV stand with like a sound bar that I bought at Walmart. Joel moved in, he got himself situated. Uh, he brought over like these really nice speakers that go on the side, they're like very large. And then what is that thing in the middle? That would be a stereo amplifier. Stereo amplifier. And then he decided that we should mount the TV. So then we mounted the TV and the whole setup looked really nice. And then... It looked a little... It it, it looked nice, but it looked off because you had this giant speaker set up with this meh, mediocre TV. Yeah, and it wasn't a smart TV, so we were using his Apple TV and like Google Chromecasting. So there was like a lot of different remotes and it was a whole ordeal. And then Joel sold this sports card for me, <laughs> an Albert Pujols sports card. And he said, I'm selling this for you, and hopefully you put it towards a new TV. And so... Needless to say, I sold the sports card yeah. for $125, made 100 from eBay, and that's $100. Thank you to... Uh, and then, boom. We Aaron's sports card collection. It's our brand so. new smart TV, LG TV, that... Brandon helped us put up yesterday, and now we're gonna. After this episode, we're gonna watch the new episode of Ted Lasso, which we haven't which seen any of those. Just won all the yeah. awards last night. So that's where we're gonna go next. Please watch Ted Lasso. It's amazing. I did a whole episode on the season one. I'm gonna do a whole episode on season two, recapping it. Why I think it's great. What you can learn from it. Um, obviously, it has so many parallels to real life because all of what they go through is what all of us go through. The struggles, the panic attacks, the anxiety, the heartbreak, success, failure, personal relationships, all that stuff is intertwined in like a very positive, uh, optimistic outlook on life. And that's how I view things. That's how I try to coach my team like Ted Lasso. But Joel and I have watched every episode of season two together. It's our little thing. Yeah, um, and so your take. I want to hear your take on on Ted Lasso. Well, well, actually, you know, well, first off, I I love Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Um, yeah, I it wasn't that I was hesitant on watching it. I'm not a sock. I'm not the biggest, or you know, football soccer fan, <laughs> yeah. uh, or I don't understand it enough to, uh, I guess, enjoy it to that extent. Sure. So uh, Joel's a basketball guy. I am a basketball guy, but Maps uh, forever. Matt, oh, you know it. Uh, you can't see my Dirk bobblehead collection. Pretty but sweet. Love me the maps. Um, I do talk about the stuff that's in my house a lot. I may just have to do an MTV Cribs type deal. But oh, anyways. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have to do that sometime. Yeah. 
Um, but. So Ted Lasso loves Sudeikis, watched SNL. If you, if you go back and you watch the ESPN classic, one of my favorites, The Lady Bowling, and he does... Uh, <laughs> product placement for just obscure products, you know, like advertisers that just throw in, you know, brought to you by Bud Light, but, you know, this was Lady Bowling, brought to you by Vagisil. (laughs) I scream, you scream, we all scream for vagina cream. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, This episode, unfortunately, is not brought to you by Vagisil, so when uh, dryness lingers, uh, get a different cream on those fingers. Yeah. This episode of Jackson Talks, everybody, is brought to you by this nifty Post Malone pillow. Post Malone, official uh, rapper of the Dallas Cowboys. Kind of. <laughs> Mazel tov. Okay. okay. Back to Ted Lasso. Back to Ted Lasso. Um, so, love Ted Lasso. Um and especially, I think, so I, I binge-watched the first season, so uh, I could have something to talk about with um, Jackson Stone. <laughs> uh, so, How hard was that for you right there? Uh, I, I thought, what would, uh, what would Mark do? Oh my god, he would say the full day, yeah. And so... Uh, I gotta talk about that. So, so uh, sorry, uh... Jackson Stone Sr. Um, <laughs> for, for, for those who don't know who, who Mark is. Uh, your dad's name is Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. I know my names. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted something to talk about with Aaron, and, and this was a, a good TV show because... We don't we don't have a lot of similar tastes when it comes to entertainment. Mm. I think uh, you like sappy drama shows. I like my superhero shows, which you don't hate, but I just have a, a, a dying passion for. If you haven't seen in any of his, uh, yeah, he loves snaps. Marvel. The all the Marvel st- well, not all the Marvel. You got all the Miss Marvel, but I yeah. got the the Iron Man and the Infinity Gauntlet. But, you know, I'm trying to match his level of uh, Miss Marvel up here, so... Yeah. We got a marvelous place, if I M- must say. Miss Marvel keeps us safe, and then we got some Iron Man, yeah, some stuff. But, yeah, we're going to get into Marvel in a yeah. bit, because I want to talk to you about some of the shows you watched and yeah. the new movies. But, but we, wa- we, we watched some, you know, I think we're into some different, different stuff. So, Ted Lasso is one of those shows that I knew, you know... I, I love Sudeikis. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch it. You know, try to get into it. Really got into it, and then one episode really hit me in the first season, mm-hmm. and it was when they were in the club. They had just won, and all of a sudden, you know, the scene starts getting blurry. It gets the high sort of pitch, and um, Ted runs out of the. Uh, runs out of the the bar or club and I knew exactly what was going on like in that moment like I knew exactly what happened and what was even weirder was the exact same thing happened I, I don't remember if it was the day before or the day after but you know I knew that Ted was having a panic attack um, by this symptoms that he was having like he was showing shortness of breath that this 
space was, you know, closing in on him, that, you know, he felt it in his stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And it's something you just don't know what was happening and something that's really, really difficult to control now. For me, it was, you know, all these, you know, like, I started off saying, like, I'm feeling overwhelmed with all these emotions, but, you know, right now I'm managing them very, very well. Um, at the time I had this panic, that I think it was way more, you know, of the, um, you know, emotions that are more difficult to deal with, like guilt and shame and pain and fear, um, and, you know, those kind of you know, enabled a panic attack for myself. So, you know, once I saw, you know, Ted Lasso go through the same thing, I was like, okay, this, uh, this stuff is, is, is way too real. And, you know, uh, it was, it was, it was a really, um, hopefully, well, I'm, cause it happened in the first season. You had seen it, you know, all I had to do was reference, you know, the the scene and kind of knew what happened I even you know all I had to tell I was telling you know people you know I referenced you know just Ted Lasso and I have a lot in common and now with uh, this season him you know exploring therapy and um, spoiler alerts um, for those who haven't watched season two hopefully uh, I believe there will be either an episode left or two by the time this uh, yeah. airs. Um, so start binge watching. Um, but yeah, when he started going to see a therapist, uh, you know, it, it, it's a re- really um, relatable show. I think he does it in a manner that is very similar to the way that. Um, I kind of not live my. I mean, he, he it's clearly he's a fictional character who has way better jokes than I do, <laughs> but he clearly hides a lot of his you know anxieties and history with his humor mm-hmm. and and most importantly helping other people. Right. Um, like one of the things that I got in my uh, one year annual feedback was that I hope people out too much and and in doing so you know i won't necessarily always complete my work Uh um in a timely manner which will cause me to overwork sometime right um and i think that's just the nature that i am i'm just a a giving person that i i cope with my emotions by trying to help other people with their problems and then sometimes you know, like Coach you, Lasso. You go unattended. I get unattended. People don't ask me how I'm doing. Um, people, it doesn't get reciprocated. Um, you know what can what can be done for me, and uh, you know that 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 times you know is when it feels overwhelming, and and I just the parallel between. Uh, good old Ted Lasso and me is uh, is crazy and I would totally get, you know if I could grow a mustache um, I, I, I'd go as him for Halloween but um, unfortunately uh, that's 
the reality is is I, I'm not going to be able to grow a, a Ted Lasso mustache. I guarantee on Amazon there'll be a yeah, Ted but, Lasso but, but, costume. But, but, but you don't want to you know, paste a, it on you. I'm a man, you know. You are. I, I I think I'm I, you know. But growing a mustache doesn't constitute whether you're a man or not. No, you're right. Facial hair doesn't constitute whether I'm a man or not. But 13 year old Joel, you know, and and bunk bed, you know, cabin, yeah. you know, summer sleepaway camp, you know, late puberty hit me, and everybody was starting to grow chest hair, you know, hair and under their arms and hair, you know, other places. Um, and Joel didn't. So, you know, once uh, Joel grew chest hair, uh, I told 13-year-old past self, I'm, ne- I'm never shaving, you know, my my, my chest hair. Right. So um, I feel like if I could grow a mustache, I would, but I am patchy and... Uh, it, it, it would not look good so uh, you know give it five years <laughs> maybe I'll be able to grow one but uh, I you know I would only commit I, I don't think I could uh, stick a sticker on, on on me yeah it's tough you know it's it's kind of like you know you do you want to go as Anthony Davis for Halloween well are you gonna really stick a unibrow on you no nah, it's more feasible if you actually had a unibrow you know. That guy rocks it like a legend, though. That too. Well, if, you know, I had that much money, too, I would rock a unibrow as well. And same same thing like Russell Westbrook rocking that dress. Ooh. Uh, the only That's way nice. that uh, I would rock a dress... Well, no, I lie. Uh, freshman year of, of college, I, I wore a kilt for Purim and... Boom. Definitely free-balled it. Uh, you rock a dress or you dress how you dress because you have the ultimate confidence in yourself... And you know that's what you want to wear, and that's what you feel comfortable in, so you let it fly, and that's amazing. Amen. And I don't have that confidence to wear a dress, um, but yeah, you know, wear what you want. That's why I'm dressed like this, and not the uh, suit that I said I was going <laughs> to put on for all you uh, single ladies. Uh, only uh, slide into uh, the Jackson Stone DMs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Here's Joel's phone number. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be streaming on yeah. on the bottom right now. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if any of y'all have, uh, you know, looked me up on the, the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have a question off of what you said about Ted Lasso. Yes. And yourself. Yes. Do you think that since you are a very... Uh, giving person you're very about service to others uh same as ted lasso that it comes across as you being strong and there for others so that uh you don't need help from anyone else so they don't ask or you think it's something different or you think that's a little maybe that and a little bit of something else Uh, well i think this question is uh what you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino oh (laughs) Elephino. That was one of my favorite Ted Lasso jokes. No. Um, So, do I... The question was, do I, you know, portray this, you know, helping others to... What remind me? So you 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 give. That's part of your nature. That's part of your essence. Exactly. Wanting to give, right? That's who you are. Um, Do you feel like sometimes people don't reciprocate that? 
or ask if you're doing okay because you give so much so they feel like you're okay and you're good you got your shit together when really everyone needs a helping hand at time everyone needs to be asked if they're okay or if they need help no matter what they portray on the outside maybe I don't necessarily think that it's um you know people thinking that I'm okay because I mean it I'm fair that was another thing I'm relatively unfiltered um, so I, I've been learning more. Well, I may not necessarily express my feelings or how I truly feel in, you know, the most mature or, or manner, you know, sometimes, you know, with a little bit of excessive humor. But um, I definitely try to... Pe- people could kind of hopefully tell how I'm feeling, you know, if I'm not talking, or if I'm silent, you know, mm-hmm. then, uh, so, something's awful. Right, bit. that's a sign. Um, there, you know, those people that know me can tell signs, but, um, you know, I, I get, I, I'm so, what, A, I just think it's the way I kind of, you know, uh, you know, was taught to value is, you know, giving more to, other, you know, get, give more to others, than myself you know I, I feel like that's my purpose is to you know make people happy make people content uh, you know make other people's lives easier you know broad broad purpose but you know whatever happiness means to you know each in one's own that, that's what I care for so um I might do it, you know, to kind of hide my own problems, too. Um, And the other thing is, well, one thing, and I'm exploring this, too, myself in therapy, like, why um, are things, you know, usually not reciprocated back towards me? Like, I'm usually the one initiating people to do something. Um, Nobody really calls me. Nobody really texts me. Nobody really, you know asked me to do, um, you know, go out, you know, I got my movie buddy, shout out Josh, uh, our old, uh, yeah, old buddy from high school, um, you know, I, I see good old Tanner, shout out Leather Sofa Company, boom, you know, right that's a, another product, that know, is an actual product, product placement, placement. Yeah. you know, if you like wonderful sofas, yeah, absolutely go to the, the sofa leather company, hasn't scratched, as a wonderful deals, uh, tell them uh, Jackson and Joel sent you. That that actually might work. So uh, <laughs> they, they, and and they are some of the most friendliest. They're people. wonderful people. So yeah. yeah, Tanner Tanner too is a very similar, you know, just giving selfless person. But other than that, you know, I've, I've gained friends. I've. Friends have stopped talking to me for whatever reason or not. Um, you know, a lot of times too. Um, you know, I, it, it gets a little bit depressing when you're the only one ever wanting to reach out to somebody and it's never reciprocated back. Mm. And so, um, you know, in terms of helping other people, I feel like that's more of an action. Um, you know, more, I find myself doing it more at work. Um, I go out of my way to, um, you know, to, to help, you know, 
help people with anything that they need around here too like you know going to my parents and helping them out themselves um uh you know trying to figure out what i can help around here um you know just uh anything that keeps me busy and i guess not really ruminating ultimately Mm -hmm. but um in terms of like in terms of i guess relationship building you know i have friends like i do stuff with other people a lot of times it feels like i'm the one facilitating stuff um and and again that's when it gets kind of uh you know, if you were going to... The, the initial... What's the initial question you always ask? How am I doing? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm... You I'm, have a sense of loneliness a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's just being 27 single. Um, you know, a lot of friends are getting into relationships. Trying with the dating apps. Not having any luck. Uh, even getting matches Mm. and when I do getting luck you know getting people to reply and so that makes me even in a you know larger limbo of being more depressed you know knowing I'm getting you know a bunch of rejections than I am you know because it's the same algorithm for me than it is for you I think well not you I don't think you and I are matching up on uh but you know um I'm happy you know I I think I'm happier with that and I, you know I truly believe in meeting somebody organically too yeah uh you know people know people and uh you know could always set people up so again uh for for those of you watching another <laughs> plug if you got a nice uh single friend uh well that's why you um you were involved heavily in, like, the Jewish community in this area. Yeah. That's one of your Wow, main. okay, that's going to need to be cut out. That was a good voice crack. No, I'm, it, I'm just this is un- unedited versions. Yeah, I am, uh, yeah. Mm-mm. Heavily involved in the Jewish get community. Your, get your sip of your latte and we'll, we'll circle back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, Um, how am I feeling? Sorry, uh, we were watching some shit, or he was watching some Yeah, shit. if you haven't watched Sex Education on Netflix, it's fine show, it's pretty good, whatever. I heard the song, there's the beginning of yeah, Bueller. that just came out, and Joel walked in the room when I was watching, and it stuck in his head. Ferris, oh yeah. Um, but anyways, that's why you stay involved, or have been involved in the Jewish community yeah, for a long time. Yeah, um, have, uh, I find you know, the Jewish community to be very, uh, close, tight knit. Um, a lot of relatable, um, things. This is how I grew up. Um, you know, you find community within your religion, whatever. Um, you know, I, I hate, I don't hate, but you know, I, I, I don't love minority grouping per se, but I do find it as a great way for community. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you know, you're Hispanic or have, you know, you're specifically from Guatemala 
and you know there's a good Guatemalan community here if you know you're South African I know that there's a great South African you know my faith is in you know the community that you surround yourself with so for me it just so happens to be the Jewish community you know very giving people to part of where I get my uh, I guess part of my values from um, and well um, yeah I mean it, it, it's given me you know something to do people to see you know do, do I always you know hang out with the people after out you know not all the time um, but ultimately the events that I go to it, it is nice to have that connection and uh, spiritual guidance yeah. uh, you know is that's how I connect with with uh, you know higher power uh, my beliefs but it's also just a, a really powerful community a group you know yeah any community you're part of you know it could be you know a, a LGBT community you know rely on that community for you know your needs um, um, and anything that you need help with you know uh, if you're part of you know you know mental health you know and you're part of a group you know those people are any community that you surround yourself in you know I think are going to be the most beneficial to you and if you're not feeling any you know benefit you're obviously you know not hanging out in a you know right. right community yeah I mean the having a sense of community having a sense of service um, being around other like-minded people who also have the same kind of view on things uh, you know is, is how you live a, a little bit healthier, happier life. And there's, I mean, the first part of that is exploring what you're curious about. It doesn't have to be a religious faith or uh, anything of that nature. It could just be something that you're interested in or curious about. Maybe you really like turtles. I guarantee you there is a group out there who meets and talks about the, all the fucking really fascinating things about turtles. And that group has a sense of community and a service. And they have a purpose because they're probably serving a larger thing which is probably to keep turtles healthy and safe and alive and that's a purpose because it's larger than oneself yeah like and so there's all these things that you can navigate through but you first have to actually be honest with yourself about what things you're curious about and not be afraid to express that curiosity even if it might be weird like that's a huge part exactly so you know two examples I can think of you know well one relating to getting into community you know um from I guess round one of me on the Jackson Stone uh, pod, uh, you know, I mentioned I'm an audio engineer, was uh, in school for that, um, you know, and a year later, uh, you know, still COVID, whatever variant we're going to be in when this posts, uh, hopefully nothing, uh, you know, <laughs> it'll be done. Yeah, uh, everyone's healthy. Yes. Uh so I am back in school, and, or school. I, should I, I should say I'm taking a class uh, at the school that I went to in live sound. So I'm surrounding myself with a bunch of people that like music, like audio, um, and the community there is uh, great. Like I know uh, one of the, I have still connections uh, that I still keep in touch with. Um, I know people have gotten jobs because of them going through school, because of the people that they meet there. 
Um, one of the girls in my class I knew from, you know, when I first started there two years ago. And, you know, she's still around and she works in the music industry. And I know um, she was looking to me for help. Uh, and I know if she's, you know, needing help in the future, you know, I put myself in a, in a good community of people that, you know, like audio and music. Mm-hmm. So that's the first example, you know. Um, community, you know, of like-minded people um, with similar interests and, uh, you know, that can help you out. Um, But, you know, real life, you know, for me was in, I want to say like 2016 or 17, I was playing with the McKinney Community Band um, and let's just say I was the, (laughs) I was probably on the younger side of the, uh, of the group uh, being fresh out of college and our drummer being uh, 80 years old. <laughs> what a uh, legend. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to know how to slow down the jazz band a little bit. Uh, but no, dude could keep up. Uh, it was great. But there was another guy who ended up going through, uh, um, you know, head cancer um, or anytime something happened. Even I went through surgery and they got me a letter and like a little gift card. Um, when the guy had cancer, you know, we did a little fundraiser for him. Um, you know, the entire band was community funded as, you know, it was only a $50 annual membership. Mm -hmm. So they said the best dollar you could spend a week is, uh, at band and it, and we did, you know, better stuff with community came together with the purpose to make music and, you know, ultimately, you know, there was a bigger purpose there because you find yourself in a good community. So whatever it is, you know, find a community. Um, don't just isolate, um, you know, getting out there is, is important because I know what it's like to just kind of stay in and, you know, question, should I even get involved in the first place? Right. And, you know, I still question with sometimes I'm not gonna lie like yeah, there's I mean, still stuff where there's I, a lot of anxiety for that like going out and just trying something new and I don't like doing stuff new on my own that's a big thing yeah. I don't like doing stuff new on my own um I feed off of other people's energy but I gotta you know in order to do that I feel like I gotta feed off of somebody's energy I know and I feel like it's because I need somebody else's validation there for me Mm. and I feel like that's why I don't like going out alone is because I need the validation of somebody to present to others because I don't know I feel like uh, you know uh, what was the oh that was another thing people uh, mentioned uh, or not people um, my manager mentioned in my annual review is that I'm uh, very approachable I've said, well, glad people think I'm very approachable at work because find me at, you know, the, you know, uh, outing or, you know, the bar event. And I feel like I'm unapproachable. Nobody really comes up to want to talk to Joel. And I feel like uh, it's, A, hard to kind of, interject a it's hard to interject yourself into any sort of group that's already established itself mm-hmm. um i mean that's yeah, honestly the most you know it's harder than diamond penetrating a friendship group and trying to get in so it's very hard um 
you know, trying to, at work, it's kind of, they don't get a choice, they gotta work with me, so uh, I'm glad I hear that I'm approachable, but when I go out, I feel like I need, you know, I need somebody else that I know to help validate, you know, me, um, you know, when I'm trying to talking with other people, um, just casually, too, um, so it's harder, kind of harder to make friends when I go out by myself or do something, and, um, yeah, I kind of forgot where I was going with this, but... Um, it just started off with having a sense of community and service and connection with other people. and Yeah. Um, making you feel like you have a sense of belonging and you have a path. Other people are there. Yeah. Oh, I asked you about the Jewish community. Approachable. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm glad to know that I'm approachable, uh, you know, some places, but other places, you know... I wish more people approached me. I feel like, you know, the opposite. Mm. And so, you know, there's, you know, feelings of, you know, me being able to conquer all at times, but there's also times where I feel like I'm the smallest person in the room that, you know, just a fly on the wall, nobody notices. Mm. So, yeah, um, you just... It's about finding the right community, like I said, and then also just the right friend and support group. Right. Yeah. That takes a lot of time. It could take trial and error, you know. Not every not every situation is going to be the right situation for you, and it's hard to, to, to maybe feel like you don't belong in a certain place and be able to pick yourself back up and try again and try again until you find that right group of people. But when you do, it's like, it's quite magical and life-changing, I think, but... Um, yeah, and, you know, another thing I'm exploring and literally just starting exploring therapy, you know, is what is the right things to tell, you know, to people and, right. or, you know, what not to tell people, you know, reading, you know, situations if it's somebody, you know, like if it's your best, best friend, like, uh, shout out Connor, who, uh, probably is not listening but Connor's just my best friend he's gonna get a direct link to this episode he's gonna get a direct link to the Jackson Stone pod yeah yes uh, and then we're gonna find the old BBYO Lewis reunion group Facebook group and we're gonna send this to them <laughs> what up y'all <laughs> you know I invented this for all the Lewis people that are going to watch this I invented this I wanted there to be, like, a gang sign. Like, Kaplan had the D-gaff sign. I don't remember what it was. But I was, like, one day playing with my hands, not myself, just playing with my fingers. And I was like, you know, 135, that was our number. Mm-hmm. Well, that works. And it became a thing. And honestly, I saw it the other day, like, um, some young, uh, somebody's uh, sibling that... I saw on Facebook, you know, it was in Lewis, and they posted, and they're throwing it up, and I'm like, shit, I got a legacy. That so, nobody knows who I am, but that was pretty cool. We're, we're speaking about a, a BBYO group, which is like a Jewish youth organization that we were part of when we were in high school. It's where we met. Uh, it's where we met a few of the other people that Joel has mentioned. It was called Lewis. Uh, Named after a dude, last name Lewis. And our number for that group was 135. And that's where the hand sign is. Anyways. Yeah. Continue. So, good uh, sense. Also, another great community. Like, that was my community in, in high school. 
I didn't talk to really, I didn't have any friends at Plano Senior where I went to high school. My friends were were the ones from BYU growing up. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now that here's another you know interesting thing I've learned throughout I guess the year Um, because I've been back from Arizona I moved back in 2019 April 2019 so yeah the two years I've been back um, you know when I I initially moved back so I went to Arizona State moved back uh, because of State Farm in 2016 you know, thought things would be the same, they weren't. Moved back to Phoenix, thinking things would be the same, they weren't. And then when I moved back here, you know, it, it finally took me a while to accept, okay, Joel, you know, you're going to have to make new friends. Mm-hmm. The friends from high school that are still here, that do still hang out with each other, hang out with each other, probably because they still went to college with each other where they, you know, definitely kept in touch with each other through, you know, sports or fantasy or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I knew it wasn't going to be like us getting together on the weekends, um, you know, and then same thing in uh, going back to Arizona. It wasn't going to be us college buddies, you know, after work getting together like it was the fraternity brothers after, you know, they kind of solidified friend groups got closer you leave and uh, it's hard to repenetrate those groups so um, my you know I I approach trying not to uh, think things that were you know just going to be the same and really try to make new friends and I did so you know through work um, through Jewish community uh Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's broadened my horizons, I guess, and people that I know. Yeah. So. You met a few people in my kind of friend group circle. You met a couple people in your friend group circle too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's there's ways, but it's hard. It definitely is. He gets more match. Or, well, not anymore. <laughs> Uh, we didn't have to talk about that. Yeah, you know what? That's getting edited. Uh, <laughs> shout out R- Riri. Uh, <laughs> love ya. You're my favorites of the... Actually, you're the only one that I know about. Um, <laughs> well done, Joel. Well done. Um, okay, so we're gonna... Anyway, we've all had past dating history. Yeah, of course you have. Yeah, of course. Except for me. Um, no, you do. Yeah, we we all get some. You do, but the most important is the f- your future dating history, which is going to be the ones that's fulfilling and real and important and lines up with your values. Speaking of values, we got this really cool uh, compass of emotions on our wall over there that we put up. And Joel mentioned while we were putting it up that while speaking to his therapist, they're focusing on trying to define his values. And I did a whole podcast episode on this called Authenticity about trying to construct your personal philosophy, which is basically what values you want to live by. Because if you have a defined set of values that you want to live by, it's much easier to show up authentically. It's much easier to say no to things that don't line up with your value. And it's much easier to uh, kind of be resilient through the mud and the hard times when you know what you 
line up with and what is ahead of you. So I don't know if I have a question specifically, but if you want to comment on what I just said. That's a very good point. I mean, learning values, um, it, you know, it, it's not a, you know, overnight thing, honestly, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's not an over month or, you know, even a year to really find out what your values, I mean, your values come from a lot of places, the people you surround yourself with, uh, religion or whatever spiritual higher belief you believe in right um i mean those two are the are the the big things that, that yeah. give values what you consume and then, consume, right? and then yeah else that you consume um yes and no it depends well, it depends on what you consume i wouldn't say what you consume gives you your values um maybe gives you more so interest but um you know values being ultimately like do I matter? Like, what brings me purpose? Mm-hmm. Do I matter? Um, not do I matter, because of course I matter, but, you know, um, am I capable of doing it? Um, just believing in yourself. Um, those are sort of things, you know, eventually just, you know, discovering what, what ultimately do I value in life. And, um, when you're questioning situations and other things, you you got to think of okay, well, does does this value does this bring me value? Does it bring, you know, what what do you value? I know that I value helping you know others. I know I value, um, you know, bring you know just being able to fulfill a parent's legacy, and with that comes you know handling myself in a you know proper manner um just reflecting you know them um a lot of you know just a lot of different uh values you know come from so a lot of it is you know am I capable of of doing it and Mm -hmm. so just having confidence um but yeah uh well hopefully you know dive more into the spiritual compass it's a it's a very interesting thing my uh therapist has has uh developed and honestly when i need to talk feelings uh that's what i'll pull out you know and it's uh it's uh it's i've found it valuable and uh helpful because but that's you know the other thing you know Expressing how you feel to people, not everybody knows or wants to, you know, necessarily listen to your feelings is another thing that I've learned. Sure. Uh, just learning. You also got to learn who, you know, who to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I think what's all, I mean, what also this goes to show or just like expanding what words you use to describe what emotion you're feeling is also important for yourself like you said right I can't say okay or good yes those are not yeah those aren't really descriptions of exactly how you might feel and and where to take those emotions and how they feel in your body yeah that's why when you ask you know the very first question is how, how, how are you doing um 
you know, I, I was prepared to tell you a feeling, uh, but, you know, I told you, you know, overwhelmed, and then I told you, you know, I feel this and this mm-hmm. and this, and, um, you know, hopefully people say, you know, when you ask how you doing, I'm not, that they're not okay, you know, that they don't say okay, but they actually, you know, it will say, you know, I'm doing, you know. Expand on they're, it. You know? They're fine because I feel. I'm joyful, you know, joyful I'm overwhelmed, yeah. I'm grateful, I'm feeling passionate, I'm uh, guilty. I, yeah, you, you know, know. I, you know I'm, I'm, I have fear and, you know, you know, scared in some situations, you know. Right. Uh, which, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. What's a good, you know, it's a segue into, I guess, you know, feelings and, and also, you know, the probably the biggest thing that has happened since the year that, uh, you know, I, I, you know, happened in the year I've lived in is uh, my dad. Yeah. Um, so we've probably plugged it in the pod before. Um, kidney for Steve, mm-hmm. the number four, so kidney for Steve. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. Dot org. Um, my dad uh, needs a kidney transplant. He has blood type O. Um, so he could only receive from an O kidney. Um, I don't... He could receive either positive or negative. So any O type uh, he can receive. But he, uh, you know, he's got shelf life left on him. Has, you know the world to see still he has you know wants to travel and do a lot of has a lot of aspirations in order to do that needs a kidney transplant and uh you know as of uh you know he started dialysis which is three days a week about four hours uh four hours a day three days a week uh and so it's not really an optimal way of life, you know. He likes to go on cruise ships and can't go on a cruise ship if you're on dialysis. Like, we could still travel and go places, but he has to set up with dialysis center. Um, and, you know, that's four days out of, you know, 20... Or four hours out of, you know, a 24-hour day. Right. So, um yeah, it's just not the, you know, optimal way of living life. And, you know, with that comes, you know, a lot, a lot of emotions, you know, finding out. I found out, you know, they didn't tell me the full scope of everything until February. And it had been going on, you know, for a little bit. But you know, learning where my lane and, and everything was, you know took a while you know what what is my level of involvement what boundaries are we setting or are they setting for me you know what do I need to and not need to know so um yeah learning you know that my dad needed the kidney transplant um very tough and then I guess going through I guess the steps of eight um you know advocating for it um was going to be something that was new to me i do not care for social media i do not post on social media um uh, it's it's just it, you know a, 
a look on social media. Excuse me. Um, because I care to see what, you know, some other people are up to, if that's how they care to express themselves. But, uh, social media, not, not, not my, not my thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, knowing how powerful of an outlet it is, um, one of the things that, you know, I fear is being vulnerable. And, uh, I, I, I don't like being, and it's not a, um, you know, a masculine thing at all. It's just that I don't like being public. It's a, and then being vulnerable to public. Um, you know, I'm selective of the people that I'm vulnerable with. Mm -hmm. And so to have to be vulnerable publicly is something that I don't care to do and share my emotion. Well, not necessarily sharing my emotions per se. Um, on social media, but just having to advocate, and then what I, I mean, I don't know, you can edit this out later if you want, but, you know, I don't, you know, I I know people will like and and comment, you know, to validate their own feelings and get their own Mm self-gratification, you know, they'll get their like, you know, get, get your comment saying, you know, that thinking about me. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, I, I, I'm still not getting that text or that phone call of, you know, one of the one of the things I learned, you know, during this entire pandemic is the importance of calling people, mm. you know, not just, you know, sending a text, which I'll do occasionally. But, you know, picking up the phone and, and giving somebody a phone call Um <laughs> That was one thing. Going to Phoenix, you know, in high school, everybody was texting each other. And then I went to ASU in 2012 through 2016. Everybody called each other. Not a lot of people texted. Moved back here. Like, everybody, like, here texted. And then, you know, I'm a caller. And then people find it weird that I'm calling. And then I find out from you. Now the thing is people Snapchat each other. It's not even just... You know, regular Snapchat. It's like the corner blurry of their face. And Yeah, well, that's only what I've learned from... Uh, coaching and having some clients that are young. So I don't have Snapchat. That's one thing. But as as adults, um, we should definitely be call more using video messaging. I call my grandma. Calling, like texting, week. skyping, zooming. There's so many opportunities to have face to face conversation with people who live not even near you, and that's a magical thing. I mean, I, I FaceTime. With my 84-year-old grandmother who just learned how to use an iPhone, an iPad. There you go, Grandma. Over COVID. Like, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's honestly a miracle. Her learning technology. Ooh. But, you know, she's 84. She's, you know, lives alone. Got divorced a while ago, so she, by choice. So, as she would say, you know, she, she's single by choice. Right. Um, but, you know, I think she and I have a sense of we both know what it's like to be a little bit lonely. So, uh, you know, I call my grandma um, just because I know the feeling of being lonely. And I know what it, she, she, of course, she calls me. Um, but, uh, you know, I know the feeling of what it's like to get a, uh, you know, a phone call from somebody you haven't talked to in a while. And, uh, you know. If it's somebody you haven't talked to in forever and you shoot them the hey, think like I, I did that today. I, I sent my friend a text uh, 
went to a concert this weekend and it's a show of somebody that I know we like together so I sent her a text and said hey saw Goldfish over the weekend just thinking about you um, and you know hopefully she gets back and you know hey you know would love to talk so arrange a phone call I hate people that don't that say they don't make plans and they actually do make plans because mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed about people and can't say I'm not you know guilty you know myself of doing it sometimes like I'm not planning but you know selectively you know you could definitely you have 10 minutes for a phone call right you know yeah you got 10 minutes you know to call somebody even if it's you know you gotta set a timer for 10 minutes you know phone calls go a long way they do so uh that's that's one thing you know I've learned uh is very very important is calling people um where else did I go with so with my dad Mm -hmm. yeah that's start advocating yeah, so so people wouldn't necessarily, you know, they you know get their their like and you know, not, not, nothing else from there. And you know, the other thing too is, you know, I, I people don't really ask about me anymore. It, 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 the focus is now, oh, how how is your dad doing? How is he feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd be nice. No matter, you know, I'm not going to straight up, you know, wave the white flag saying, hi, you know, I need help. I need you to ask me how I'm doing. But typically, you know, I I try to give, you know, if I'm calling you a lot or if I'm reaching out a lot, it's usually my plea. So that's an indication. Yeah. And so some people hopefully... Some people understand it. Some people don't understand it. Yeah. Um, the people that definitely, you know, understand it are my best friends. Um, but, you know, it, I I know the bigger purpose, you know, like I said, I'm a, a giving person. So ultimately, you know, the focus isn't me. It's for my dad. I won't, you know... I, I, I'll do whatever it takes to... I guess, and I guess that's one of the things I do is I'll, if somebody does try to uh, give me the attention, I guess sometimes I push it back Mm. and I crave attention um, in a sense that I, you know, I I want to be recognized. Right. Um, But... In terms of, you know, you know, attention, you know, I, I want to be recognized for, you know... Who you are, what you who do. Who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those you things, know, for sure. I'm not... You know, my dad needs a kidney, and I'll do, you know, everything to tie that in. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm my own person, and, 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 and you know... I need somebody also there for me. I'm there for my parents, and sometimes it's you know need people there for me. And yeah. I, I don't you know I got I do have a therapy. You know I got my my group. You know or friends and 
you know, sometimes, you know, we all have different ways of, of, of coping. And well, it's like, you know, it's like the certain situations that come up in life, whether it be illnesses or deaths or, you know, other tragic events that come into our life, the focus tends to be on the one specific thing that's mm-hmm. happening. And, you know, and we, we put all of our attention on that. And that's important, right? Because it needs attention and care because it's the, the actual thing that's happening. But then if we have like, we zone out a little bit into a broader view, we see that the people who are care giving or taking care of that situation full force are um, getting emotionally depleted and drained because of that. So there has to be that layer behind them who checks on that people who check on that person. It's all just like the string of events that are being stitched together. So everyone is taken care of and their needs are being met so we can um, put our full attention on the, on the actual subject at hand. That's the idea, I think. Because I'm, I, I mean, I've been dealing with that for a long time. Right? What's going on say, with my family? I, I, you think of a, I mean, a Jewish funeral, and you know, everybody is bringing, you know, something, and then there's people coordinating and bringing stuff, but there's always somebody there that needs the emotional support, and then somebody that's giving the emotional support needs the emotional support, right. and that's kind of, I, I think, a perfect. You know, almost a poetic looping point is uh, if you're watching Ted Lasso right now, Mm -hmm. his therapist uh, is going through difficult times. He he walks in and sees alcohol bottles everywhere. And you realize that, you know, you, you can help other people as much as you can, but sometimes the person helping needs help. Right, yeah. And... <clears throat> that resonated a lot with me when she was on the, when the doctor was on the phone with her friend saying, how do I reach through Ted? And basically the friend saying, you have to be vulnerable with him to show him how he can be vulnerable with you. It's a two way street. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important, right? That's how you build connection with people. But you first have to build that trust with someone that the information I'm sharing with you is only for you. And it's being used to harness a deeper meaning for the both of us, not to be used against me or as a point of attack later on. And that's important because people fear that. Like you're gonna use this information against me because it's happened in the past in previous relationships. And so we take that with us in our next relationships, but it's hard to create a clean slate of like open vulnerability and stuff. And that's where like obviously deep connections and meaningful relationships are made. But you just have to keep trying. And like, there's no really other way around it until like we've talked about, right? You meet that special someone who gets the Joel Sands hat that I gave you. One day, it's 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 a JS hat, and uh, yeah, most people listening have that hat. So you could uh, you could interpret it both ways. Yeah, exactly. That's why our Wi-Fi name is JS versus JS. We're both JS over here. Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Just to make sure. We it got is six thirty. Okay, perfect. So it's a perfect stopping point. Perfect stopping. After one more question. Yes. You love Marvel. I do love Marvel. Joel loves Marvel. So if you ever meet Joel or see him at a show or recognize him, great conversation starter is anything about Marvel. Anything. And uh, since this conversation flew by, actually, and it went very well, Joel will come on for a part three. It won't take us a year. Um, but... I just need 
why you fell in love with Marvel so much and your three favorite movies done by Marvel. Okay. I know you have those answers. So I fell in love with Marvel. Um, it started off with the Spider-Man comics. Um, they did like a reprint in the Dallas Morning News when I was young. Um, and I just fell in love with superheroes knowing that A, the good guys always win for the most part. Um, you know, unless you're some, you know, anti-hero, whatever, you know, the good guys for the most part. That's why I looked up to superheroes. Marvel loved Stanley. Um... Uh, Spider-Man was was the the guy that got in me into it, and I could show you videos of me from like my fifth birthday party or sixth birthday party before Tobey Maguire's one came out, me dressed up as Spider-Man. Mm. I don't know. There was there was just something about um, Marvel and superhero movies. Um, because, you know, I was the bully person, so it, it gave you something to, uh, gave me something to look up to. Something to believe in. So, yeah. favorite Marvel movies. Top three. Top three. Okay. Starting from three. Oh, I don't have an order. Oh, you don't have an order. I, I, I can't give you an order. It's like asking who's your favorite child. That's um, okay. That's I mean, I could definitely give you, you know, ones I don't care for, but... Um, I don't need to go into those. Top three. Um, Spider-Man 2 with um, Tobey Maguire and Alfred Merlina as Doc Ock. Nice. Um, and when you go back and you watch the original Spider-Man trilogy... It is a superhero movie, but it's really what I call a superhero romantic superhero movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At its essence, in the other Spider-Man movies, it's not a rom-com. There's, like, it's really... beautiful. Truly romance. Yeah. I love that movie. I love Tobey Maguire. That that trilogy, um, you know... I I was going to say... Those three movies together, that trilogy, have a, a place in my heart. Um, second favorite uh, Marvel movie, I am gonna have to go with the ooh in the X Men series. I'm gonna have to go with Days of Future Past. Thought that was so cool seeing the old X Men and the new X Men come together. Sweet. Um, and then I'll go ahead and give you the the cinematic uh, timeline. Um, I'll give you three movies from that okay. uh, from the Marvel MCU. Um, it's gonna be Endgame, uh, Black Panther, and Civil War. Sweet. You heard it there. That's Let's Joel's talk. take. So if you haven't seen any Marvel movies, start there. Uh, I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. Which uh, I'm down to go again. Which is right? amazing, but I did actually buy my tickets yesterday to go see the new James Bond movie, which comes out October 8th, which I'm pumped because I love James Bond. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, thanks, Joel. That's a wrap on this episode. Shout out to Big J and Duncan. Hope you're doing well. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Wheeler, Utah. <laughs> 
I want the shout out back, baby, on TNT. Let's go. <laughs> Big Utes. Um, let's see who else gets a shout out. Uh, shout out to Lori and Jackson Stone Sr. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest I think I've come up Yeah, yeah, that is fantastic. And as always, shout out to the Leather Sofa Company. If you need a great cushy for that tushy, go to the Leather Sofa Company. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, best ways to support the pod are leaving us a review on Apple, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and signing up for Patreon. But thank you as always for watching. New episodes drop every Tuesday. This is episode number 72. Um, grateful for you all. Love you all so much. Cheers. Have a great day, night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Kidneyforsteve.org. Yes, right here.